Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. The Quilted Bananas program plays every Sunday, 10 to 11am, with news, views and music. A collective of presenters, advertisers, community events and discusses news of interest to lesbians, queer women and non-binary folk. We have interviews about past and future sports and cultural events, politics, films, art shows. The program is sponsored through the generosity of the Rural Foundation. And it plays every Sunday from 10 to 11am on Wellington Access Radio, 106.1 FM. Good morning, a uh, lovely morning here in Wellington. My name is Rosie, this is the Quilted Bananas Collective and this is the Lesbian Radio Show. Uh, we're going to have a slightly uh, Irish-themed uh, show again in honour of uh, the national holiday, St. Patrick's Day, uh, which was last week on the 17th of March. So some news, views and updates. And uh, we'll kick off with um, a track from uh, the, the name of the group is Sister X and it's uh, What Will I Wear for To The Revolution? What will I wear to the revolution For the taking and redistribution Of the surplus and the means of production What will I wear? I was thinking something practical So I could run so that I could crawl Through the holes that we kick in the wall Of capital
And uh, that was uh, Sister X. They're actually uh, our sisters. Uh, they're from Dublin. And uh, they, um, I think that track came out in 2021. I've, I've tried to source some uh, music more uh, contemporary um, uh, Irish music, but I have a few old and really loved ones in there as well. Uh, well, it's up to you to decide if they're loved or not. Uh, if anybody wishes to ring in, our number here is 04-385-8783. 04-385-8783. If you've got any fond memories of spending St. Patrick's Day in Dublin or anything like that, do let us know. Uh, uh, there's a few things on the show this morning. Um, I've got, as I say, some music, a lot of music. If uh, if I get tired of talking, I'll probably play more music. Uh, got some uh, updates on um, the St. Patrick's Day parades. Uh, there's always been a, a, a little bit of uh, friction in around the world on some, mainly in New York, actually, around uh, gay and lesbians um, and queers in general attending St. Patrick's Day parade. Uh, and um, lots of stuff about what's happening in Ireland, some conferences that are happening there, some initiatives on sexual well-being booklets put out for lesbians and uh, a little bit on um, uh, the situation in Ukraine and a group of lesbians in Europe who are doing some uh, assistance there with um, evacuating people, uh, lesbians from the Ukraine. Uh, so... Uh, I might actually play the next one before I get in because I can get my notes all together. Uh, this one is from a group called Pillow Queens. They've been around for a while um, and uh, the name of this track is Hearts and Minds. I believe they've got another um, album that they're uh, uh, going to publish or whatever the words are these days uh, in the end of the month. Um, they're very, very popular. They're a Dublin-based band as well. Uh, quite, a, quite a nice uh, group. I like their, their music as well as probably their lyrics and politics. This one is called Hearts and Minds. I'll take it from myself I'll save it for the room After resting in red for the day I come and pay in food I never wanted to turn for inertia Now I'm draining the pool Now you see every head out of place Every crease, every crooked tooth Well, I'm not fixing the Yeah, these girls 
And that was the uh, Pillow Queens. Um, yeah, I like them. They're they've got a kind of a good a good vibe to them. Uh, it would be great if they toured New Zealand at some point. I'm sure they will. Uh, so I was just talking about St Patrick's Day parades. Uh, I mean, always uh, in Ireland itself, um, uh, it didn't, uh, there was never a problem with the LGBTQ groups marching in the parades. But in New York, it was uh, always a little bit different uh, because the owners. Um, of the parade um, d- didn't want any LGBTQ presence uh, with flags or banners at the parade. Um, and there was a, there's many parades in New York, by the way. There isn't like there's just a big one down um, at Fifth Avenue. There's uh, in all the suburbs and wherever. You, uh, there's more probably more parades in, in America than there are in, in Ireland. Uh, and even in Chicago, they try and throw green dye into the river, even though this year they put orange dye into the river, which was a change from normal. Anyhow, uh, with the St. Patrick's Day one in the main one, they finally, after uh, an awful lot of pressure from different groups, including uh, a lot of the vendors, um, they did allow them in. But there are some of the small parades that still had a problem. Uh, One of them was... um, in the Bronx, uh, they uh, originally, uh, even 23 years ago, invited uh, the LGBTQ to uh, uh, appear in the parade uh, march, and then they rescinded that. But the good news is, at last this year, they've uh, decided to uh, invite them back again. Um, but it's not the same again, as I say, it's not the same for all places. There is a another parade in Staten Island, and again, they're holding firm that they don't want any LGBTQ presence in it. So uh, it still amazes me that um, so long uh, that this has been going on. Um, It just, it's, yeah, I just, I don't actually get it, to be honest. Uh, But uh, the reality, there's a lot of stuff, I suppose, happening in the world uh, that we all don't get. Um, Anyhow, uh, so that's the case with the parade. It does tie in with uh, slightly with another thing I, I'll, I'll talk about a little bit later, or maybe even next, I might. Um, 
there's a, 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 a series, it's, it's a, I don't know, is it a conference or an event? I, let's call it an event uh, that's happening for the next few weeks. And it's not just in Ireland. It's called Outing the Past. And we'll get the links up on, on the Facebook page here. And uh, it's, uh, it's an international thing, but the Irish version of it uh, is uh, that they have uh, a lot about the past, talking about the past. And um, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll play a track and I'll get my notes together on that. But what they're doing is uh, discussing a lot of events from the past and they have panels. Now, uh, COVID has been really bad for a lot of places, but one of the... I suppose not, I won't say the pluses, but one of the things that has happened is a lot more events are online. So I, I think a lot of event managers never would have thought of putting, uh, you know, webinars or Zooms or whatever online before. But now a lot of events are either mixed online and in person or online only or in person with an online version. And that's the really good thing about uh, this outing the past is there's a few events that are in person, but most of them are online. And and it does mean that uh, there will be a record of it, which is probably really good. Uh, I uh, unfortunately a lot of these events are at three o'clock in the afternoon in uh, Northern Hemisphere uh, Dublin time, which is equating to probably three o'clock in the morning here. Um, some of them are a bit later, so they might be you might just be the only person attending for breakfast. Uh, all of the events are free as a lot of them you do have to register. And it's funny, I'll talk about that too in a minute, um, registering for these online events. Uh, but if anybody's interested, I'll go through some of the options. And, but one of the ones that they are featuring is some of the groups in New York that uh, actually tried to get into the St. Patrick's Day Parade and, uh, and a huge amount about the process involved in that and the history of that. And, and I, I think it's a very accessible way for people to um, be able to attend events, especially if there are some people that are reluctant to attend in person for whatever reason. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put the details up as well of the program for it and I'll talk a little bit more about it and the program that's on it in a minute. Uh, so that's uh, the St. Patrick's Day Parade. We'll play another track. I think this time I'll play an old one, which is track six uh, for me. Um, and this is, um, I like it because it's kind of uh, old style cheery. Uh, it's Rita Connolly. She's been around for a long time. And this track is probably, I don't know, 30 years old. I don't know. It's old, older than the others. Um, and it's called Ripples in the Rock Pools. Ripples in the water of the rock pool sun, ripples in the water of the rock pool sun, ripples in the water of the rock pool sun, and the boats are in for winter. Donald and Coggy, will you marry me? Donald and Coggy, will you marry me? Donald and Coggy, will you marry me? Will I carry your three children? Ripples in the rock pools, ripples in the sea, ripples in the sand dunes, rolling into Connemara. Ripples in the rock pools, ripples in the sea, ripples in the sand dunes, rolling into Connemara. Donald and Coggy, will you sail with me? Donald and Coggy, will you sail with me? Donald and Coggy, will you sail with me from here to Farquharana? I can feel the tide falling in the rain, I can feel the tide falling in the rain, I can feel the tide falling in the rain, but the wind is surely rising. 
Ripples in the rock pools, ripples in the sea, ripples in the sand dunes, rolling into Connemara. Ripples in the rock pools, ripples in the sea, ripples in the sand dunes, rolling into Connemara. You will come to no good, Donald Uncogie. You will come to no good, Donald Uncogie. You will come to no good. I shall leave you and take my dowry. Ripples in the rock pools, ripples in the sea, ripples in the sand dunes, rolling into Connemara. Ripples in the rock pools, ripples in the sea, ripples in the sand dunes, rolling into Connemara. Finished pretty quick there. That was uh, uh, Rita Conley uh, singing Ripples in the Rock Pools. Uh, right, Outing the Past. I've just got my notes up on it, uh, even though I think I've just lost them. No, I haven't. I found them again. Uh, so it's an international festival of LG, LGBTI plus history, and it runs from uh, March the 18th to April the 10th. Now, one of the best things, well, this is one of my sources of all truth, half truths, is uh, Twitter. So uh, I find Twitter probably easy to get around more than all of the other social media. So there's a, or there's a, if you go to Twitter, it's C T O T P F E S T is the uh, is the actual. Um, hash or whatever of the actual group. And then, uh, as I said, we I will put up a link to the program um, when we um, get a chance. So uh, just going to go through and tell you what's in the program. And I've just lost it again. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, March the 18th to April the 10th. Uh, so, uh, as I say, some of the stuff is in in person and some of it is online. It is all free. So if you are uh, booking one online. So I think for most of them that are online, you've got to go in and and book it. Uh, 
and I, I which I think is a great idea, by the way. Um, the reason I say that is uh, there was a situation uh, in Ireland quite recently uh, where there was a, a women's uh, talk on violence against women, and it was uh, there was a it was quite a prestigious lineup of people, and uh, halfway through the thing there was. Again, quite a lot of people on it. Uh, I think there was about 200 people on this uh, uh, discussion. Um, there w- it was interrupted by a lot of people and they started um, uh, being very abusive and sexist and putting up sexist and uh, fairly abusive um, pictures and content. Uh, and and they had to cancel the uh presentation and and part of that was because they had done it in a very open way which meant that the uh, I suppose the zoom ID or the whatever they what they were using was published and the password to the event uh, to, to be honest as well they probably always should have somebody who's having the controlling button on on turning people off if um, um, especially their microphones off uh, if you don't want them but uh, in this case uh, they had a very bad experience on that, so so I'm I'm actually all for uh, having um, events that you have to get the ID from a central location where you have to uh, scan in or you have to get the account. Uh, anyhow, to go on to this one, uh, some of the events, uh, as I say, it goes on for a few weeks. Uh, if you do look it up, it is not just for uh, Ireland. There are the UK is heavily involved in this too. And um, I think they, they're actually involved also via their Schools Out program, which is a, a really interesting take on on history with a Schools Out program. But there are probably other events um, around the world, too. I just don't really don't know about them. I just know about this one. Uh, the, the nice thing as well is there's a lot of uh, uh, events based in Northern Ireland, not just in the Southern Ireland. And um, and it's about a lot of people's experiences. Uh, there's a lot of uh, information about arts as well. Uh, there is an exhibition and they actually do a virtual tour of the exhibition as well, which is uh, quite nice. Uh, there is a lot of history um, on some Irish famous historical people who were gay. Um, and uh, they go through the archives in a lot of things as well. Uh, there's one on the uh, hidden backstory of the first Northern Ireland uh, lesbian and gay conference in October 1983. That sounds like a, a quite an, a, an exciting one. Um, the formation of Dublin Gay and Lesbian Action Groups in 1980s and uh, again, uh, another one, building. Uh, there's a, a few on building queer communities in rural Ireland. And again, that's a, a one I think... Um, might be um, uh, very well worth, uh, if not being there at the time. I'm, I'm really. It doesn't say they're going to keep these online afterwards, but I, I would hope that they did in a few cases. Um, uh, there's uh, another one on um, again student reflections on being queer in Belfast and Northern Ireland, uh, on the sexual acts identities in the Middle Ages. That sounds like a, a quite a. Uh, an interesting one time and there are some lunchtime ones that are quite small um so i think uh let me just see what else is there um uh, they have uh some events based on uh the uh, events to do with the identity management stuff i don't quite know what that is no don't know what that is uh history of dublin's hirschfield center which is um again lesbian center in dublin 
Uh, there are a few on female artists, which is really nice. Um, there's one, another interesting one. It's about the uh, reading the gay narratives in the family album. And, and again, it seems to be about uh, uh, looking at family photos in retrospect, knowing a bit more. Um, again, yeah, it sounds good. Uh, History of Out West, which is the west of Ireland, which is a, a great place to live. Uh, maybe not in the 1960s, but uh, but probably an awful lot better now. And it'd be good to hear about the history of it. And um, as I say, there's a virtual tour of the uh, present of the the exhibition and um, a big presentation on the road to gender recognition 1990 to 215. So quite. And, and as I said, there is a lot about the uh, lesbian and gay organizations in New York and the St. Patrick's Day. They call it the St. Patrick's Day battle, which it was uh, probably a little a little bit of that. Uh, and they're looking at the hidden archives of letters as well, which I think is quite a nice thing to do. Love letters between uh, men at the National Archives. Um, uh, there is something about the National Archives in here, too. I just uh, I can't find it. I might have to have a, um, a look somewhere else because uh, the actual brochure itself is 11 pages long. So there's, as you say, there's quite a lot in there. Uh, I'm just looking here. More, more, lots, lots more. Uh, here it is. Uh, Queer Curation in Ireland, a Legendary History and Continual Legacy. Uh, that's on, uh, well, our time, three o'clock in the morning. But hey, there you go. Well worth getting up for or staying up for, as the case may be. Uh, so that's, um, as I say, we put the link on, on our Facebook page, but it's called Out in the Past. And um, um, it's uh, starting from uh, the 18th of March to April the 10th. Uh, and they probably, if you follow their uh, Twitter feed, it probably will say when they're um, when they publish the um, uh, the uh, not online version, but the the retrospect, yeah, the recorded version. Thank you. Uh, so it's at OTPFEST if anybody's uh, interested in doing that. Okay, time for a break. Another sip of tea. I finished my cup of Barry's tea, but. Uh, Let's see, we'll go for Aoife Doyle, and the name of this track is Love Conquers All. You've been traveling on the way Sometimes believing is the only route to take I've had my share of fair-weather friends The brightest flame turns to ash in the end Lost in the same, same mistake In a kiss I was found Sometimes the smallest step is the hardest Collecting trinkets till they're bursting at the seams. A real rough diamond you rolled into the fray. With everything to lose and 
And uh, that was, who was that? That was uh, Aoife Doyle, Love Conquers All. Um, I'm just going to start about, um, there's a, <coughs> a new resource uh, from a group called Link, L-I-N-C, and I will put the link in here. We'll put the link for Link in here. They're a um, LBQ uh, women's group in Cork, and uh, the resource is a sexual health resource. Uh, so I, sorry, the name of, by the way, the name of that, um, conference that had been, um, uh, I suppose attacked or hacked uh, by, um, external parties was called Irish women whose voices rocked the system in conversation. Uh, that was the, the, the title of the thing that, uh, these, uh, supposedly there was 10 to 20 people. So it wasn't like it was just one person, by the way, that was breaking into this conversation and spewing, uh, inappropriate stuff. Uh, so, uh, you know, 20 people deciding to, uh, consciously, uh, break into a call about Irish women's voices rocking the system kind of shows you how threatened some people are. Uh, I suppose we're seeing some of that reflected in New Zealand at the moment, too. But uh, I, I yeah, it just seems such a strange thing to want to disrupt. Uh, but there you go. Anyhow, uh, Link uh, launched Sexual Health uh, Resource. Uh, so uh, we'll again put a link, link, a link to the link thing up. Uh, and I have just got to find where I put that brochure. And it's somewhere in my many uh, tabs that I have open at the second there's a strong possibility I will just play another track um, so that I can get my notes together. So we are going to play track uh, a, a track by Lindsay Lawler, um, and it's called Love, Lust, Indifference and Hatred. What can I say about love? spoken about or is it how you portray it? I felt love, lust, indifference and hatred and led to believe that such ease was only for the sacred. 
you emphasize the things I hate most about myself, but you are the reason that I fell in love with myself in the first place, the reason I never succumbed to the rat race. Although I've always pictured myself in an office, the office is in the heart, and in the pen and in the paper. You are the one thing in life I've come to realize that I cannot buy, and I guess that makes you happiness. And that was uh, uh, Lindsay Lawler. I, I quite like the spoken voice element of that. Uh, she's from uh, South Dublin, I think it says she's from. Okay, so Link put out this sexual well-being intimate relationship for lesbian, bisexual and queer women. Uh, I, as I say, we linked to the, um, uh, the uh, PDF um, or wherever it is. Um, and it's actually uh, quite a, a, a reasonably sized um, document. It's 50 pages, so it's not like a couple of pages. It's, it covers uh, the well-being side is, is a good bit of it. It's not just about uh, uh, sexual well-being. It's about um, uh, well-being in, in general. Um, and it does uh, cover consent, alcohol and drugs, diverse bodies, sexual pleasure, uh, sexual aftercare, safe sex, uh, sexually transmitted infections, uh, protection against STIs, um, uh, a whole 
uh, even uh, cervical screening, uh, contraception, uh, sex and aging, even menopause. Now, that's a, a good one, I think, uh, to have out there. And, and it also covers a, a lot on intimate relationships and um, uh, intimate partner violence, uh, unhealthy and healthy relationships. And, and, and uh, I suppose some things to look out for uh, in those. And, and uh, it's got some information at the, at the end as well about posting, sending and sharing sexual images. The law, I, the law is not necessarily the law in New Zealand, but um, it certainly is um, the law in, in Ireland. And and some um, I suppose key messages at the end, but uh, it's it's by the way if you are uh, looking for some information on posting, sending, and sharing sexual images in New Zealand, probably a good place to go would be NetSafe. It's um, an organisation in New Zealand that has um, a lot of information on um, bullying online and stuff like that, as well as uh, sharing images. It's it's quite a good resource, and it's got resources in there as well for teachers if anybody's interested in them um so uh, it's it's quite a i i had a read of it it's i mean it, it there's there's nothing in it that um is hugely um different than what you might imagine but it's all together um and it's in a brochure and i can't say i probably knew everything in it but uh, it certainly is a reminder as well um about some things uh and uh, uh, you know, even even the uh, uh, it has contacts in it as well, which would not obviously work for here. But uh, the key messages to remember, uh, even in intimate relationships at the end, are, there's only about six or seven of them. Or no, there's only about five or six. Uh, and they're all very kind of obvious good, but at the same time, uh, probably a great reminder to uh, look at them and uh and see how it's going. Uh, so yeah, if you want to get at it, we'll put the link in um, uh, in our Facebook page, and then you can do it. The other thing they've done, which I think is a great little idea as well, is they've done little credit card uh, like uh, um, the old in the old style when you gave somebody your your contact card. And they've put them in bookshops and places, especially queer places. And uh, there's a QR code on them. And we all know what QR codes are now. Um, and what it does is they're, uh, they're on the different topics. And if you scan it with the QR code, it will actually bring you to that page in a document. So uh, it's, I think it's a nice way if you're out and about and you see it, it's a great way of... Uh, you know, kind of if somebody sees something, they can actually read it straight away. They don't have to start Googling it and doing all sorts of really horrible stuff. And I thought, well, that's a, quite an interesting way of getting your point across and making it very accessible, especially for a generation who are so digitally um, on top of it, uh, that it, it might work rather than having uh, an old style printout of a 50 page document, which is probably more my style than than anything okay we'll zip on to another track uh this one is also by uh, a young artist uh, uh name is danny larkin and it's uh, called samson and goliath here i am in front of you battling Here I am 
And that was uh, Danny, Danny Larkin. Danny is from, uh, it says here, the Armagh Monaghan area. So that's around the border between uh, Northern Ireland and Southern Ireland. Uh, yeah, there's, I, li- I, like, I like her voice, but, uh, um, but also there is that kind of real kind of uh, Celtic um, music kind of sound to the, the whole thing. And, and the reason I, I like Irish female artists in general, all the ones so far have been, is is you, you get a different accent. I you know there's, there's only so many American pop accents you can listen to, uh, and it's it's so so much nicer to hear an accent that doesn't uh, come from wherever. Uh, um, so diversity in our accents is great. Uh, w- there was one more thing I was going to do, and then I'll talk uh, about the uh, Ukraine thing. Is it kind of worried me. I saw this. It's about the census in Ireland. Uh, it just was. It, I, I actually couldn't believe it, to be honest, when I read it. But it's. But it seems to be true. The census, which is happening uh, quite soon, um, April actually, April the third. So it's quite quite soon. 
is um, there's a question in the census and it uh, it says uh, what you have to declare your biological sex in the census and there's only two options uh, male or female and uh, you have to take one of them uh, and uh, you can take both of them if you want all right maybe you don't have to take one of them but if you don't take one of them and if you take both of them they will randomly assign you a gender uh, and it doesn't seem <laughs> it doesn't it just seems very strange uh, for a such an official event as in a census to ask you a question where you can't supply the answer you wish to supply it just seems strange and and then to randomly change your answer because they didn't like the option that you put in seems even more uh, you know, in my principles of information, uh, integrity of the data is 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 quite an important one. And to have a government organisation change your answer <laughs> to suit them um, is just seems incredible. Uh, but that seems to be the case. Uh, of course, they're they're blaming it on a EU legislation requires them to ask the question. And dictates that the only answers can be provided are male or female. So uh, that's what the um, defence of the the reason is. Uh, but they are uh, trying to get it changed for the next census. So yeah, I just thought that was one of a pretty weird thing. I'm not quite sure what happens in New Zealand. I'm sure Prue would uh, let us know because uh, Prue has been on top of that stuff for a long time. Uh, but I, I certainly don't think it's uh, 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 this, well. It couldn't be because uh, uh, the census here, the census here don't aren't they the ones that actually published the the different um, gender identities that you can um, kind of uh, take. Uh, so it would seem incredible. So it can't be that here. But uh, anyhow, I'm I was a bit stunned when I saw that, considering all of the other advances. Uh, that were made. Uh, the other thing um, uh, that I did, did come across, and I'm hoping um, for the next um, film um, series uh, with this gay, lesbian and film thing, there's a new film coming out in Ireland, made in Ireland, and it's called Who We Love. It's a queer Irish film. It's, uh, it's supposed to be really good. I did see the short for it, and it did look like fun. Uh, it's a coming out sort of thing. It's a lot of uh, young people in schools, and and I even saw some of them playing um, some Irish sports in it, uh, which looked quite good. They're up for a lot of awards in a lot of different film festivals. Uh, so I uh, look forward to it. It's I don't think it's gone on general release. It had a world premiere, um, but it hasn't uh, gone on any kind of general release yet. And it's called Who We Love. Um, so it would be great for the next film festival in uh, queer film festival in New Zealand. If we got that, I, I'd certainly go along to it. Um, OK, uh, let's just um, we might just play a quick track while I get the notes on the Ukraine together. So the next one is. Um, oh, it's Eleanor McAvoy. So Eleanor McAvoy, uh, as some of you may know, she uh, wrote the words or wrote the song A Woman's Heart. Uh, it was one of the best selling um, well, on an album of the same name that was one of the best selling um, CDs ever in Ireland, still is as far as I know. Uh, it was over 20 years ago, uh, probably 25. This uh, track is called South Dan Street. It came out, I think, this year. 
Well, I almost didn't know him. I nearly passed him by. It took us both a moment to get over our surprise, and we hugged each other clumsily and laughed a bit too long as the shoppers on South End Street hurried on. I said I'd heard that he was married and living overseas. He said he'd seen my posters on a billboard near his street, and he'd heard about what happened. And we both just looked away and headed from Sethan Street to MacDade's, where we drank to ancient love for hours on end, raised our glasses to remember absent friends, and we drank to chance encounters. Too long overdue on Southern Street on a Tuesday afternoon. Just like it used to, like we'd never been apart. Like back when we were students on a bench in College Park, and I felt something deep inside of me I really can't explain. In a pub beside Southern Street in the rain, and we drank to ancient love for hours on end. Raised our glasses to remember absent friends, and we drank to chance encounters too long overdue on Southern Street on a Tuesday afternoon. We embraced before we parted to walk into the night with a complicated sadness at this complicated life. Oh, ships passing in the night, occasionally meet at the corner of South Anne and Grafton Street, and we drank to ancient love for hours on end, raised our glasses to remember absent friends, and we drank to chance encounters too long overdue. Southern Street on a Tuesday afternoon, and we drank to ancient love for hours on end. Raised our glasses to remember absent friends. Oh, and sometimes if I'm lonely and I'm walking on that was Eleanor McAvoy. Um, I just wanted to leave myself enough time to go through uh, this. It was it was just an article on uh, Europe, European a European lesbian community rallies to support LGBTQ plus families fleeing Ukraine. Uh, so there's a a group in uh, Europe called the Euro Central Asian Lesbian Community and E L 
Asterix C is is what they call themselves. Uh, we will put the link to uh, them in our on our Facebook page. And what they have done is um, they have been quick to react with immediate and effective action for support. Now, um, I don't know a lot about uh, this group, EL Asterix C. Um, so uh, they have, as part of uh, support, they do go to the border and they do uh, pick up uh, lesbians uh, and they they try and get them a safe place to stay because it's actually quite a, a horrific time for everybody in uh, Ukraine. But it's it's uh, I mean some groups are are in in fear of of another aspect. Um, which is the gay and lesbian and LGBTQI, because uh, obviously uh, U- Ukraine was a bit more open about accepting um, diversity and, and some of the countries uh, like Russia, but not just Russia, some of the other countries surrounding wouldn't cer- wouldn't certainly have the same protections and, and uh, uh, systems that would support groups, uh, LBGT plus groups, uh, so, so even fleeing uh, Ukraine to one of the border countries uh, may not seem as safe. So, uh, it, it, the this group, the EL Asterix C, have stepped in and um, they have um, tried to support them and find them safe places to stay, pick them up and find them places to stay. So, as I said, we'll uh, we'll we'll put a link to uh, the group in um, on our website. They do have a GoFundMe page, um, so you can uh, click on that and uh, you can fund them. Now, with everything about funding and doing online stuff, I just always say with a word of caution, I, I don't really know a lot about these groups. So uh, you should do your own background check. So I always, um, if I was give look at the website, see who owns the website, see how long it's been in existence. They do have a, a Twitter account. Again, have a look at those and see how long they've been in existence. I haven't done any of that yet on this group, but uh, it certainly is. um, They look like they're doing some excellent work because they're doing not just support. They've got a 24-7 emergency helpline. They've got pickups at the border and transportation to safe houses. Uh, They're managing emergency safe housing, provision of essential goods. Uh, They do coordinate with NGO partners as well in other countries. um, And they do help relocation as well. So they they really do seem to be doing a very uh, good job. And uh, just uh, it's it's good to know that there is somebody out there and how we can support them from um, New Zealand is, is another question. So the name of the group, as I said, is EL Asterix C, and it's Euro Euro Central Asian Lesbian Community. Uh, they are a lesbian feminist group too, by the way. So uh, I will put that on the website. Okay, so we're nearly over. Uh, this was the um, uh, Quilted Bananas uh, Lesbian Radio Show, um, and um, I'll send you off with this uh, fairly. I think it's a loud track. It's from a, a group called Moyle and it's called Gender Studies. The Quilted Bananas program plays every Sunday, 10 to 11 a.m., with news, views, and music. 
a collective of presenters, advertisers, community events and discusses news of interest to lesbians, queer women and non-binary folk. We have interviews about past and future sports and cultural events, politics, films, art shows. The programme is sponsored through the generosity of the Rural Foundation. And it plays every Sunday from 10 to 11am on Wellington Access Radio, 106.1 FM. That programme was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.